Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is the Literary Gardener for July 2nd, 2020. The topic this time is Brew a Batch of Compost Tea to Support Soil and Plant Health. Double, double, toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble. William Shakespeare, The Tragedy of Macbeth, 1605. So goes the beginning of Act 4 in Macbeth, where the three witches brew a potion that will ensure Macbeth's destruction after he murders the king of Scotland for his throne. Hecate, goddess of the underworld, is pleased with the witch's concoction. She exclaims, Oh, well done, I commend your pains, and everyone shall share in the gains. And now about the cauldron sing, live elves and fairies in a ring, enchanting all that you put in. The enchanted ingredients in the three witches' brew have been the subject of much discussion, including an interesting theory that the disgusting-sounding items are actually common names for herbs with which Shakespeare's audiences would have been familiar. According to this theory, eye of newt was actually black mustard seed, toe of frog was another name for buttercup, wool of bat was a reference to holly, and tongue of dog was a weed also called hound's tongue. This idea has merit, given the bard often used plant lore and symbolism as plot devices. Playgoers in Shakespeare's time probably brewed concoctions of these and other herbs for healing purposes, so use of the herbs for evil intent would have added another layer of darkness to the drama unfolding on stage. However, Shakespeare's characters weren't the only ones brewing up magical potions. For centuries, gardeners have developed elixirs to promote healthy plant growth and optimal crop yields. An integral component of biodynamic gardening is the use of herbal and composted manure liquids called preparations that are applied to the soil or sprayed directly on plants. Many organic gardeners tout the use of compost tea to replenish the soil with nutrients and to inoculate the soil and plant tissue against pathogens. Compost teas are made by fermenting finished or aged compost, whereby microbes, bacteria, and enzymes in the mixture break down macronutrients into a form that can be used quickly by plant roots when the tea is used as a soil drench, or by leaf tissue for protection against harmful microorganisms when it's used as a foliar spray. Compost teas offer all the benefits of compost, increased microorganisms and nutrients in the soil, and improved soil structure, aeration, and water retention. Plus, the plants don't have to wait until the compost has decomposed to the point where it can supply nourishment. The process of fermentation makes compost teas actually more like compost beer. There are two basic methods for brewing compost tea. The traditional non-aeration practice involves steeping either loose compost or compost in bags in water for 7 to 14 days until fermentation occurs. The more recent method calls for constantly aerating the water for 24 to 36 hours in order to produce more active beneficial bacteria and fungi, thus reducing fermentation time and blocking the chance for harmful bacteria and fungi to proliferate. There's lots of anecdotal evidence from gardeners and farmers who praise the effects of compost tea on soil and plants. Some even call it liquid gold. 
On the other hand, critics claim compost tea is just a hippie gardening fad brought on by pot growers. It's true that fewer studies have examined the effects of compost tea as a soil builder and inoculant than studies that have looked at the benefits of compost. However, the research that has been conducted shows promising evidence of the benefits of using compost tea as one strategy for promoting soil and plant health. For the past two years, I've used aerated compost tea as a soil drench and foliar spray for all of my food producing plants and for my rose bushes with good results. I've seen less black spot, a fungal disease, on my roses. And my vegetable plants, particularly heavy feeders like tomatoes and brassicas, appreciate the boost of nutrition that comes with the twice monthly application of compost tea around the plant's root zone. As a supplement to adding compost to garden soil in the spring, I use compost tea to water in transplanted starts and as a substitute for fertilizer throughout the growing season. In addition, I'll use compost tea as a foliar spray to address early signs of disease on my vegetable plants, rose bushes, and fruit trees, for which compost tea has shown effectiveness. This includes early and late blight, a bacterial disease, black spot, bacterial, verticillium wilt, fungal, septoria uh, uh, leaf spot, fungal, yellow vein virus, and black or brown rot, a fungal disease. Frank Holzman, author of Radical Regenerative Gardening and Farming 2018, provides a thorough discussion of compost tea and a useful chart for identifying, preventing, and controlling plant diseases with compost tea and other organic remedies. A helpful online summary of the knowledge base on compost tea is titled Compost Tea, Literature Review on Production, Application, and Plant Disease Management. I found the key to effective use of compost tea is to practice the brewing and application process until they work best for me and my plants. I've had more success if the compost tea is applied regularly. I make a 25-gallon batch of compost tea that's big enough for all of the plants that will get an application. The aeration system I use is set up based on the plans for a compost tea brewer provided by the OSU Extension Service. The brewing process should take place out of direct sunlight, and the ideal water temperature is around 70 to 75 degrees. Harmful bacteria tend to build up in warmer water. I fill a 32-gallon trash can with 25 gallons of well water or captured rainwater. If using city water, I aerate for 24 hours before brewing. I add half a cup of unsulfured molasses and a half a cup liquid kelp or seaweed directly to the water. Molasses and kelp feed beneficial bacteria. Then I use a mesh produce bag large enough for 10 cups of worm castings or finished compost. After cinching the end tightly, I secure the bag to a PVC pipe in the center of the container so it suspends several inches below the surface of the water. I replace the lid on the container. I use a 60-watt air pump to aerate the mixture for about 36 hours. The finished compost tea is the color of strong coffee. It has a pleasant, earthy smell, and foam is just beginning to form on the surface of the mixture. It's best to use compost tea within four hours after brewing. 
After diluting the tea with water, typically one part tea to four parts water, I use a clean gallon jug to apply the compost tea to the garden soil, and I use a clean pump sprayer to apply the tea to plant foliage. Foliar applications should be administered in the morning to prevent burning plant tissue. I enjoy the process of brewing compost tea and listening to the bubble bubble sound as the potion ferments. Even without adding eye of newt or tongue of dog, the brewing experience is absolutely bewitching. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening.